everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Thursday, and we are one day in front of the uh, Chairman Powell <laughs> meeting. We're going to see how that goes. Um, the market was kind of a little bit up today, which is a, which is a very good thing. Um, I definitely had uh, some good results today. Uh, basically, I'm invested in three areas currently. Uh, the first area, of course, is the oil and gas area. I have three stocks there. Uh, then I'm also in the semis, uh, two stocks there. And then also I'm starting to uh, put up positions in the retail sector, but primarily in the discount retailer area. So that's kind of where I'm concentrating right now, the seven stocks. And uh, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, just kind of show how things are going. Overall... Uh, the uh, the Dow was up today, almost a percent, 0.98. S&P 500, um, that was the strongest one, one point, well, the second strongest one, 1.42. And then the NASDAQ, the long-suffering NASDAQ was up almost 2%, uh, 1.67, and the Russell was up 1.54. Now, here's the thing about that. Um, you know, this is, you know, we are in... Theoretically, we are still in an upward trend, but we did have a pullback. So, um, you know, I kind of want to show you kind of where we're at in terms of the spider. What happened is we came all the way up to the 200-day moving average, and, of course, that was an impediment. We pulled down all the way to the 21-day line, and this is why I like to trade off this line here. It's green. This is a, called the 21-day moving average. I'm going to show everybody on TikTok what I'm talking about here. This is a chart of the spider, which is, of course, the the ETF that covers the S&P 500 stock. So basically what happened was we, were came, we came all the way up to the pivot here on the spider, and then we, we got some resistance right at the 200-day line. Exactly what it is. It's really interesting. Pulled back. And then we've been pulling that, and then we pulled below, just right below the 21-day line, and now we're getting a movement up. And, of course, this is anticipation of tomorrow. Um, do expect that we are probably going to, depending on how how the report goes, we're probably going to get some mixed results. But uh, I definitely think that, uh, at least in the S&P, we may see some some nice movement there. I'm hoping uh, for that. Let's uh, take a look at the live chart for the uh, NASDAQ right now. And of course, this is uh, the, the proxy that I use is the QQQ, and this is the NASDAQ. This is the 100 largest stocks in the NASDAQ. Now, Apple was setting up finally, uh, and I think we could possibly move into Apple. Kind of didn't quite come up as high as the spider uh, up to the 200-day line, but has pulled back down to the down to the 21-day line and starting to move up. Um, that is a good sign uh, on the QQQ, which is the Nasdaq 100. Now, one caveat: um, if you've been following me uh, on TikTok and other things, you know that uh, I always when I'm when I'm doing a split. I always will buy the split on the announcement and then sell it the day of the split. And that's what I exactly did with Tesla. And that was a winning strategy this time. Uh, typically, when a stock splits, it will, it will retreat. And that's definitely been the case with, uh, with Tesla. Tesla has what they call overhead supply right now. So it's, not a, it's a trading stock. It's not, a, it's not a stock you want to hold for any one period of time right now. It just isn't working. Um, but uh, what happened on the split, the three-for-one split, then it has pulled back, as you can see, 
it's below 300 and of course uh, I sold basically we split at about uh, 9.15 so we made a little bit of profit there we rode it up from about 8.80 to about 9.15 not not a whole lot of profit but uh, we did make profit on it so I'm pretty pleased there I do think that uh, any further motion up for Tesla is going to be very very difficult due to the fact that we have some overhead supply at about 300 so if we look back back in the back in the wayback machine we'll notice that about 310 that's where the that's where the uh, pivot is that's where the congestion is and what's happened of course is so many people bought it above that that when the stock is coming up they're going to be selling so be very careful trading Tesla currently I'm out of Tesla I haven't been in it uh, again I uh, <clears throat> on these splits I will typically buy it on the day of the split uh, I mean, on the day of the announcement, and then on the day that it before it splits, that's the day I'm selling usually, and that tends to work out. Uh, my study shown, uh, not just my studies, but a lot of other people's studies shown, that's typically when it reaches its largest gain. All right, uh, let's take a look at the uh, stock of the day. Stock of the day today for IBD Investor Business Daily is the uh, <clears throat> is is Steel Dynamics. Steel Dynamics is coming into a cup with handle, uh, cup handle um, pattern. Uh, I do not own this, this stock, but uh, interestingly enough, because of the situation in um, with energy, energy costs right now are favoring U.S. steel producers. This is very interesting. This hasn't happened in many years. Uh, because of the high price of, of uh, natural gas in Europe and also the lack of coal, they're using it for energy generation, this has changed the dynamics of the steel market. So the U.S. steel producers right now are some of the most competitive in the world. Uh, of course, the, the tariffs are still on Chinese steel manufacturers, so that's the reason for that. And steel dynamics is set up very very nicely there's a buy point on steel dynamics at 8594 let's kind of take a look really quick at the uh, the uh, checklist here it has a hundred percent checklist which is very very unusual for a stock like this uh, normally we don't see this but in this case we do and it looks as if uh, if we come over here to the checklist for steel dynamics the symbol on that one s TLD. We have a 100% checklist, which is uh, very, very interesting. We are 15% uh, away from the all-time high on this stock, so very, very interesting uh, when it comes to that. Currently, after hours price, $87 on this one, so uh, something you could definitely look at. Um, on the pattern rec, and this, of course, is a little my, my little AI part of the program here, uh, basically showing you where the pivot is. The pivot, we're basically right at the pivot. We're 1% above it on a cup with handle pattern. Now, this is a stage two cup with handle pattern. It's a very, very good pattern. This is one of the best patterns out there. So, basically, looking at this, you can see we definitely had a nice little movement up here. Now, will it hold this? Who knows? But I, one thing I do know uh, right now is that it is stay, it is actually uh, looking like it potentially will go higher. What I've done here. And let's close that uh, panel here so you can see it. Uh, what I've done here is I've drawn the I'm drawing the reversal line, and that reversal line indicates that it has run out of sellers, and now that's the reason it's popping up. And as you can see, we have a lot of buying action 
uh, in this. So very interesting when it comes when it comes to that. Let's see if I can kind of position my camera here so that you can, so that you can see that better. But uh, because this is on the volume bar at the bottom, so there we go. All right, so this is Steel Dynamics. I'm currently not in this one, but uh, it is actionable. You can buy this right now. So very interesting stock when it comes to that. All right, I'm going to show you the stocks currently that I'm holding. Um, and uh, first, let's start out with the energy stocks. This is, first one is Chenier. The symbol on this one is LNG. This is the second largest company in the world that exports liquefied natural gas. And so this is a very interesting marketplace. I started accumulating the position right before the pivot, pivot being 152 currently, we're at 169.75 after hours. So basically uh, pretty good in about uh, a little over a week and a half. We're seeing a very nice movement uh, higher on this on this share. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to compare it with the two other stocks that I currently hold in the um, in, in the uh, area of the uh, uh, in in the um, oil and gas area. And I'm primarily concentrating on the gas stocks, not the oil stocks, but the gas stocks because, of course, that's where the demand is. The demand is primarily in Europe, of course, primarily in Germany, and with the liquefaction that Chenier provides, they're able to transport the uh, the the uh, <clears throat> LNG from U.S. Sabine Pass, Louisiana, and Corpus Christi, Texas, over to Hamb over to Ger uh, over to Germany. Actually, interestingly enough, the terminal for this is actually not in Germany; it's in Poland, of all places. But LNG has been doing very very well. Uh, and I want to show you that if you started with a dollar back in September of last year and you bought LNG, you would be up 95 cents. So you'd be up at $1.95 for every dollar that you invested in LNG. And I definitely think this is likely to go higher. Um, now, also, in addition, uh, I have a producer, which is Range Resources, that are Permian. They, they produce... Uh, in the Permian and Appalachian. This is actually done even better, believe it or not, than uh, the LG. So if you bought uh, a dollar's worth of range resources back a year ago, you'd be up $2.50. So that's pretty nice uh, when, it, when, it come, when it comes down to that. So for the last one, let's see if I can pull it back over there. I've got my... <laughs> um, let's see if I've got my... Uh, there we go. So uh, let's see if I can get that correct over there as well. So now for the third, the third one, um, Chenier. Let's let's put this up on the chart here. Well, gosh, just not letting me, just not letting me do it. Hold on. Let's see if I can. I can get a window that will allow me to see this. Hold on. It's uh, not being very cooperative. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to, oops, it's got everything but what you need. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's see if we can hide that. And let's look at these again. Uh, so good. There we go. So there's Shear, LNG. 
And uh, we're going to go to the next one, and that is, uh, uh, okay, come on over there. Uh, that's going to be range resources. Let's go back here to the comparison chart. All right, range, oops, LNG, and then we're going to go to range resources, RRC. As you can see, that's outproduced. Uh, LNG, and then the last one I have is PBR, and this is the Brazilian National Oil Company. Not a lot of people know about this one, but it is a major, major oil company. Um, PBR is the symbol on this one, and as you can see, that's kind of right in between LNG and RRC. Currently, the best uh, in terms of in terms of performance over the last year, the best performance has been, believe it or not, in uh, in uh, in RRC, which is uh, kind of interesting to think about it, but uh, let's see if I can um, share that screen with you really quick. All right, let's go to the whole screen. It's easier when the whole screen goes. There we go. So as you can see, this is these are my three energy stocks here: uh, LNG, RRC. PBR and RRC. So this gives you an idea of, of how the relative performance is currently. The best performing stock here is RRC. And let's look at the chart on that one just really quickly. Got two more and then we'll get to your, everybody's questions. Now, uh, range resources, which is uh, <clears throat> uh, is currently in a buy zone. $34 is the buy, is the buy zone. Uh, so that's so it is in a buy zone. It is viable currently. The after hours price thirty four forty seven, and uh, we have a ninety eight relative strength. That means it's the top two percent of all shares. This also has a hundred percent checklist. So that's something that uh, coming out of this base that might be a very good place to buy it. Uh, this is definitely viable. And if we look at technicals here, uh, we're right above the ten day line. This is a good place to buy it. Um, I like to buy with about two to three percent of the 21-day line. It's currently 4.7 percent above that line. I did make my acquisitions when it was a little bit closer. I typically like to buy only about five percent or less above that 21-day exponential, uh, and uh, that's what I did here with range. So I'm not adding to the position right now, uh, as you can see. All right, so. Let's look at the semis. These are, these are um, positions that I'm building currently. And I have basically two companies in there. One, um, probably a company that you've never heard of. Well, they probably both you've never heard of. One of them is On Semiconductor. And this is a company that makes semiconductors for the automotive industry. And interestingly enough, unlike NVIDIA and some of the other companies like AMD and uh, those companies, uh, on Semiconductor actually has its own fabrication facility, something that a lot of people don't have. So it is not affected by the situation in the uh, Taiwan with uh, China and the tension, the political tension there. So they manufacture their, their chips in, um, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So very interesting company, On Semiconductor. And we're going to compare that to another company that I have here. Let's see if we can, let's see how that looks. All right. Uh, on semiconductor, and then I can also put in uh, ACLS. Yeah, ACLS. 
This is a chip equipment um, robotics company, interestingly enough, based in Beverly, Massachusetts. Uh, it's a spinoff from Eaton Corporation. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but uh, but uh, also very interesting company. I'm going to switch my camera over here for people that are watching on TikTok, and to give you the idea. Now, on semiconductor is the is is the preferred one here, but ACLS is coming up very very quickly. And uh, it's doing doing quite well as well. So, those are two that that, uh, that I do have currently, and uh, they're both up today. So, uh, ACLS was up uh, basically twelve uh, was was basically up uh, over twelve percent today, uh, with a very very strong volume increase, three hundred and forty seven percent. So, there is there is accumulation going on in ACLS by some of the large funds. So let's kind of go over there and take a look at ACLS um, and see if we're still viable. I yeah, we're, we're we're still in the buyer zone, so you could still buy this. I have a third buy order in on this one, and hopefully I will be getting some more of this. Uh, we're still in the buy zone, so it's still viable. Uh, it's not extended. Uh, believe it or not. So uh, this is uh, basically uh, doing very, very well. There was a very, very large amount of buying. There looks like some kind of something is going on, possibly an acquisition. Some of this one, ACLS, uh, it was up basically 12, uh, uh, 9.34 uh, dollars today, or about 12.9%, and with incredible volume, 347%. So basically three times the normal volume on this one and then even in after hours it was up about one percent so there's somebody acquiring this uh stock in this i don't know who of course it is i'm a chartist so i only look at the chart this is showing me that that is the case there's a hundred percent checklist on this one and if we look at the technicals and uh kind of who owns it i'm going to look at the ownership we have an increasing level of ownership from a lot of different funds None of the funds call interestingly enough, but an increasing number of funds that are owning this, the mutual fund index. So very interesting. 495 different funds own this this, uh, this company. And if we go over here to the fund, fundamentals here, we had a huge increase in terms of the sales. Sales were up 50% quarter over quarter. And uh, basically, we were, we were a change here. On the profits, 140% up quarter over quarter, so it is doing very, very well. Funds make up about 60% of this, so there's not a lot of people that are actually buying this. It's mostly funds. Return on equity, 19%. P.E. ratio, 16. So very, pretty strong, even in the fundamentals too. Uh, as also it's with a company called P Lab and uh, some of the other ones, kind of a, kind of a. Uh, kind of relatively obscure, but there is a lot of spending going on right now in the semiconductor area as it becomes more difficult to manufacture chips in uh, Taiwan. There's been a shift to the United States where there is lots of investment in this area. So this is part of the reason why we're seeing uh, such a nice uptick on this. All right, for the last one, and I've gone on for almost 20 minutes here. It's probably too long. Um, we're going to look at the two that I am putting together now, and that is in the discount retailers. One of the ones that I own, of course, is Ollie's Bargain Outlet. I don't know if you've heard of that. I certainly hadn't. I actually went by one this last weekend. Very interesting company. They 
stocks and they seem to be doing well in this environment which is a very high inflation environment a lot of the big stores are having difficulty so this is one of the ways that they're coping with that all these is buying these uh, they're overstocked so if you go if you go to uh, many of the stores there they have summer merchandise which is not normal for this time of year and this is going to be liquidated primarily to this company now also uh, in addition, there is a BJ's, which is a which is a uh, Costco-like store that is based in the in the East primarily, and that one is also doing very very well. Uh, again, if you a year ago if you bought BJ's, you'd be up a hundred about thirty percent. All these discount warehouses, you would be down about twenty percent. So BJ's is the better of the two, and that's the one that I own, and I do own all these as well. So we shall see what is happening there. So thank you for bearing with us. Let's get to the questions. Uh, all right. I'm going to kind of be a little bit, I'm going to not take <laughs> first. Let's look at LAC and ON. Okay, well, we took a look at ON, but let's take a look at LAC here. And let's look at that one first, LAC. And this is, I think, Lattice. This is Lattice. Lithium Americas. I'm sorry. Um, here's the thing about Lithium Americas. I am not a fan of this one. I think that there is a better option. This is the this is the Chilean company, uh, SCM. And I'm going to show you why we should probably SCM and not Lithium Lithium Americas. SCM has a advantage when it comes to um, to the production of lithium. Uh, uh, SCM. There's really two big competitors in this field. One is Albemarle, uh, and then the other one is this Chilean company, which you probably never heard of, called SCM. And that is one that uh, that I like. Now, currently, um, Lithium America is outproducing this, but I do think, if we look at this carefully, I do think that it um, SCM is set up better to move. So I'm going to take a look at SCM right now. And here we go. Um, if you'll notice, uh, <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, that's Linus Cup Investment. Excuse me. Uh, I got the wrong one. Let's see. Um, SMC. Is it SMC? I have to look with the Chilean National. Lithium is all right. So, did I get that right? Let's see. Southern Copper. S M. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board here because I don't see it. But uh, Lithium America is okay. Um, I, I'd like to take a look at Albemarle compared to that. A-O-B. And take a look there. There we go. All right. So Albemarle, which is extended, unfortunately. And then let's look at Lithium Americas, LAC. Let's compare them. So Albemarle is out is more productive, and it is a better buy point. So I would, I would take, I would... I would um, be a little bit careful here uh, at buying Lithium Americas. I'd look at. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably look at uh, Albemarle instead. Now, on semiconductor, I own this one, and this one has been 
moving very, very nicely. Now, unfortunately, uh, it is just barely extended today. Today, it, 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 did have a, it did have a breakout today. I've been accumulating this one since it was below the pivot. Uh, but it did have a breakout today. Uh, it was up about 6.5%. Uh, or four dollars and sixty-eight cents. So pretty look, pretty looking pretty good. And I do think we're going to see some more out of this. Uh, they're basically in the automotive chip area, uh, and a very very strong buying from some of the uh, the uh, funds. We have uh, nineteen hundred and fifty-four funds currently in it, up almost three funds quarter over quarter. So that's looking very strong. In that it does have a hundred percent checklist. That's another thing I want to point out here. Uh, this is on SME, so it is uh, it's a little bit extended. So unfortunately, we can't you know strictly if we're following Can Slim. Uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, SQM. This that's the one I wanted to show you. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to the lithium play again. Let's go to see SQM. This is the this is the Chilean company. Now, I don't own this one, but I am looking to possibly buy it. Uh, it's coming up through a very nice cup with handle, uh, and it's up a little bit today. It was up sixteen three dollars ninety five cents, which is pretty darn good when you consider it for a company you've never heard of. Um, so Celsius Kimsa in mind. So it's. It's basically a industrial producer of lithium. And one of the great things about the Chileans, one of the few countries in the world that does have the ability, uh, both technically and physically, to, to create lithium, which is, of course, the primary component for many of the batteries for EV. So, very interesting company. Uh, this is a Chilean-based company, and uh, it trades on the New York Exchange using ADR. Let's see. Let's compare one with um, with Lithium Americans LAC. I do believe, yeah, this is definitely outproducing LAC, as you can see. Lithium Americas, one seventy. So if we started with a dollar uh, a year ago, we would have one hundred seventy. If we we would have one dollar seventy cents. If we invested in Lithium Americas, we would have two oh five. If we invested in. Uh, SQM. So SQM, I think, is the one you want here if you're looking for a lithium play. Uh, I am currently not in it, but I am looking to make an entry here. It's uh, it's currently trading at 106. I think this one could be a very good one. Scott doesn't have a 100% checklist, but a very good checklist at 90 uh, at 89. So pretty good there. All right, let's go to TikTok and take a look and get some questions answered, hopefully, for you there. All right, so Airbnb, let's look if we see what we've got. What do you think of AMC? Uh, save your money. <laughs> save your money. Meme stocks typically are not doing very, very well. Uh, though if you can manipulate them, they are, but I would not recommend AMC at all. Uh, I don't think, I think there's so many better ones out there. Uh, primarily in the minerals area, uh, also in the chips and in some of the oils. So that's I think you want to be in a high in a period of high inflation. You want to be in commodity stocks, and that is kind of where I am moving to. All right, let's let the air be. I know a lot of people interested in this stock, um, and uh, 
you know, it definitely has opened up for a lot of people a way to make money with their property. So definitely a, a very revolutionary company. Um, and but it is. It, I want to show you something where I don't think it is a, a buy. And here's why: I I don't think it's a buy for anybody here. Currently, the uh, price of Airbnb one seventeen oh three per share. Uh, but we're down after hours. So I want to point. So you never in canceling trading, you never want to buy typically below that two hundred day moving average. Unfortunately, money is flowing out of this stock. Uh, and that's definitely the case because the 200-day moving average is moving downward. When a 200-day moving uh, average is moving downward, that means money is moving out of the stock. You'll notice that the 50-day the, the, uh, line is below the 200-day line, and that means money is acceleratingly moving out of the stock. So many of the people that have been in a while are selling, taking profits, and getting out. So I would not want to be in this stock. Uh, it has a 67 checklist, which is not bad. But uh, overall, I think you got to save your money on Airbnb. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It's not going to make you money. It's going to lose you money. But if you're into that, I mean, hey, whatever. Uh, Airbnb, I would say absolutely no on Airbnb. All right, let's take some questions from TikTok. All right, Arch Resources. This is really interesting. That A R C H. Let's take a look at it. Uh, and you're definitely looking in the right area, uh, and that, of course, is a commodity box. This is Arch Resources, of course, is uh, one of the largest producers of coal in the world. And coal for the whole, this basically whole year, has been one of the major areas that that funds have been investing. It would, it's a very, been going very quickly in the scenes, but we've seen a lot of interest in coal, mainly because of the steel production, that's the metallurgical coal, and then the power production as well. So right now, uh, we're coming up to a buy point on Arch at uh, 178.80. Now currently in the stock, I want to take a look at this and compare this with um, another stock that you'd be familiar with, and that is BTU. And BTU is, the, is Peabody Coal. This is the largest of the traded uh, so currently, Arch is definitely a better stock. If last year you bought um, uh, one share of, I mean, one dollar worth of BTU, you'd be up almost ninety-five percent. Can you believe that? That's amazing. If, on the other hand, you had bought one share of Arch, you would have been up almost one hundred and thirty percent. So definitely, Arch is the way to go. Now the question is, do we have an entry? Into Arch, and it does it does appear that we've bounced off that 200-day line. You'll know 200-day line with the Airbnb was pointed down. With Arch, it's pointed up. That means that money is flowing into this issue. Currently, the relative strength of this against the rest of the market is 98, which makes it in the top 2% of the stocks currently. So, not a bad place to be. Um, if we look over at the weekly chart on this one, uh, and we look at the fundamentals. You'll notice that the quarter growth on this one was 152% quarter over quarter. And this one had essentially moved from negative cash flow to positive cash flow. Very interesting. The cash flow in this is an incredible three price to earnings ratio. The value of the stock is 169, but the profits, 
the cash flow that it brings in for each share is $30 a share, which is absolutely incredible. The return on equity on this one is unbelievable at 70%. So this is kind of showing you what is happening in the um, in the inflation situation. People are buying commodities, being pushed up, and the best bet is not gold in the inflation situation. Believe it or not, it's commodities that you can use like oil, natural gas, and coal. So not a bad place to be here. Uh, this is Arch Resources. Definitely, this is viable right now. So uh, we could definitely uh, look at that potentially for a... Um, you know, for for uh, for for something. Uh, oh, I have a question from TikTok, and they're looking at builder BLDR. I think you better get out of this one because the builders are not doing well right now with the higher interest rates. Remember, the high interest rates, um, uh, the high interest rates, and we're going to have higher interest uh, favor commodity producers, and they disfavor asset producers like home builders. So BLDR. Is, which is an ETF, is not doing that well. Builders first source, it start, it's starting to move down. Um, you know, this was a high-flying stock up until, uh, you know, up, up until about um, December, and then this year it's just pulled back and it's going to go lower. So I would not recommend Builders first source at all. Again, this kind of a stock. All right, let's go to BHP, which this is a mining stock as well. Uh, and I am currently not in any of the miners. This is a big Australian mining company. Uh, and this one, they're based on, you know, they, they buy, they, they're big coal. Um, uh, they're big, big coal. And uh, this one is coming out of a cup with handle and double bottom. So this is an interesting stock. Um, it was up. 7% in sales last quarter, up 8% in profits. So let's compare this, and I think we always have to compare them. Let's compare this against Arch. Uh, so I think that's really the comparison, A-R-C-H. And you're definitely looking in the right area for coal. Obviously, Arch Resources is way out, is way outpacing uh, BHP. BHP is the big company, though, so... The most liquid stock is, is is BHP. So do I recommend BHP? Well, uh, I definitely think it is viable here. I definitely think it's viable. I'm not going to be buying it, uh, but the return on equity, 44%, was incredible. And the P-E ratio on this one is 7. Uh, of course, with BTU, the P-E ratio is 3, so go bigger. All right, so we are looking at, let's get the few less ones here. Mr. G wants this. Oh, CRM. This is uh, Salesforce, and this is actually part of the Dow, and this one took a dump today. This is why you don't want to be in tech stocks. Uh, it's just not a good place to be. Uh, I think this is dead money in a lot of the tech uh, stocks. Yeah, it just fell off the cliff. Uh, current, it was down, uh, basically there's a massive sell order, down 5% today, and after hours it's down as well. Um, they did have increasing sales, 22%, but they lost 20%, and this is a Dow stock, so be very careful here. Um, this has a P-E ratio of 42. Right now in this market, um, there, it's a show-me-the-money market. People want to see big, big profits. And 42, that sounds good. 
it was good when we were when we were dealing with very low interest rates. Now stocks like this are going to get going to get killed. Uh, this has a return on equity of eight percent. But you know, we were just looking at a stock um, where uh, Arch Resources uh, and On Center, which is far better than this. So right now, the software companies are not being favored. Uh, it's either chips or hardware. There is a caveat on this one, is that we may be able to buy Apple, but basically time to be out of the software companies, time to be into the oil and gas and resource stocks, and time to be in uh, some of the discount wholesalers, discount retailers, and those are all doing well. Um, so Salesforce, I would not recommend this one. Not looking very, very strong here. And it is down, so not, not uh, unfortunately, not what we want to look at. Take a look uh, at, uh, and I'm just unfortunately I can't show you this on TikTok, but this is my small portfolio here. We're up on three stocks that we hold on the small portfolio. We did take profits on uh, Celsius yesterday. We did sell our position in Celsius. We did take some nice profits there. Uh, it was a swing trade. Uh, so we made about uh, about five to eight percent in about uh, a week or two. So pretty good, uh, pretty good. I'm still, I'm holding mostly cash, as you can see, but we're up on on Petrobras, which is the Brazilian national oil company. We're up on on semiconductor, up about four point seven percent in um, in a four days, about two weeks on that. So that's pretty good. And then we're up on Ollie's Discount Warehouse, which. Uh, it's one of the ones that I've been acquiring. So that's looking fairly good there. All right, let's take a look here. Arch has been on the 30th, and I noticed that when the dividend day the stock dropped, uh, should, be, should we wait until after the... Well, here's the thing about that um, dividend on Arch. Arch is going to have a very, very large dividend. Uh, you'll notice that there are also some very large dividends on Zam and some of the other stocks like that. I think that, to, here's the thing, if you're of record, you will get this, but I think it is a, probably a wise at this point, because it's coming up so quickly, to wait until after, I think you're right, your you're thinking is right on this, wait until after, and, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and, the, and there you go. So I think you should wait on this one. Uh, oh, $10, thank you. Oh, what's this? This is interesting. Uh, $10, thank you for all your hard work with us. Uh, says, well, with it. thank you very much for thank you very much for uh, um, for tech, definitely watching because what I'm doing here I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put out it put it out to you I'm trying to put to everybody that you know even though this is a tough market you can make money in the stock using canslim techniques and that's what I'm trying to present to everybody here so thank you so much for that I really appreciate that but I definitely think on on Arch you should wait until after then buy the stock. I think it's going to be very strong. The demand for coal, especially in Europe, is at an all-time high. The the Germans were very very silly in that they 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 uh, they shut down all of their coal, so they can't get online with coal. They're going to have a very tough winter this winter, and coal is going to be in tremendous demand. Starch can produce it, uh, and that's a very very interesting thing. So the price of coal is going up. Natural core going up, and the price of oil is going up. And I suspect very, very, very much that after this uh, election, the midterm election, right now they've been forcing, they've been trying to force the price of oil down to keep gasoline cheap, so that there won't be a major revolt in this country. 
<laughs> but I think after the midterms, we're going to see gasoline go right back up and be at about $120 a barrel. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking at. So right now, we're going to have some raging inflation. Raging inflation favors commodities. So just put that in your put that in your pipe and smoke it because commodities are where you want to be in a period of high inflation. All right, so let's look at Joe, and this is St. Joe Company. This is the largest, uh, this is a very interesting company. It's kind of like a REIT, and it's one of the largest companies in the world for owning land in Florida. So interestingly enough, I know a little bit about this because I have uh, uh, worked with them. Uh, they have a tremendous amount of forest land in Florida. And of course, Florida is growing very, very fast. So. Uh, they're, they're doing well. Unfortunately, though, I would not buy them here. And the reason why is because uh, their sales were down last quarter, and many of the things that they're selling, and it's primarily timber, are not as in much in demand because of the falling, uh, because of the falling demand from the homeowners. So I think you got to be careful with this one. They're based in City, Florida, and it's a St. Joe Company. Uh, but I would not recommend this one. Uh, I would not recommend buying this one <clears throat> because it's in decline. So uh, my uh, my my take on this one is uh, um, no on Joe. <laughs> so no on Joe. I I, don't, I I think that there's other better places uh, to, that you're going to see some better results. And uh, St. Joe Company, it's though it's a very good company. Uh, it's just, not, I don't think it's the right time to be in it. So I would not be uh, buying Joe. All right. I think we have one last question. All right. Annette. Now, this is the one I made a mistake on. I had shorted this one. Probably shouldn't have. Uh, I had shorted um, uh, Cloudflare. And uh, it has seen some some nice, it, it was seeing some nice movement up. It's pulling back down now. Uh, but unfortunately, my short is at 45, so I am way off this when I'm $20 off this one. But it's starting to fall now, kind of what I predicted, even though they did have some very nice earnings. Uh, but I still think this one is not one you want to buy. It's in a it's in a it's in a, a downward trend, and the relative strength of this one is 19. So that means that. Uh, this is in the bottom 20% of all stocks out there. So you don't want to be in this one. Uh, that's why I shorted it, but uh, I didn't know if I got my time. So one of those things that you always can do. All right, we did cover Tesla, uh, but I'm going I'm to cover Ulta Beauty, U-L-T-A. And let's take a look at this one based on the technicals. And, of course, I am a canceling trader, so... I only, I, I primarily look, I do look at some of the fundamentals, but I'm primarily a chartist. And uh, this one has come right up to the pivot at 416.98. And we're right above, we're right in the buy zone on this one. This one is strong. Interestingly enough, uh, in recessions, women tend to spend more money on beauty products. And that's been a very interesting thing. And it's, it's demonstrable over a, 50-year history. So this is just something I happen to know. Uh, we had a very strong result. Uh, earnings were up 28% on Ulta Beauty uh, and uh, uh, 21% and 54% on the um, on the uh, uh, on the profits. Uh, the, typically in recessions, 
um, women especially spend more money on cosmetics. It's one of the few luxuries that many people can can do. So it's a, it's a good place to be. We have a strong number of um, we have a strong number of uh, funds that are in this. Almost two thousand funds, believe it or not, and an extremely strong cash flow. Twenty three eighty five. Uh, this has a uh, very nice 55% return on equity. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. So do I like the stock? You betcha I do. Uh, even at $432 a share, which is expensive, <laughs> I do like this one a lot. All right, last one. Let's take the last one here. Thank you, everybody, so much. Uh, FTCH. And let's take a look. FTCH. And... There we go, Farfetch. Uh, oh yes, I know this stock. Not something you want to be involved in. Uh, this is this has uh, got a relative strength of 14. It's just not something you want to be in. This is the luxury. Uh, uh, this is the supply chain company for luxury fashion, which doesn't fare as well, interestingly enough, in recession. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go this one. This is a negative cash flow. This one might be a short, but the problem is it's only an eleven dollar stock. So I think you just gotta. Uh, I think you just got to be out of this one, unfortunately. I think you got to be out of this one. But thank you very much for taking a look at the show today. Uh, and I just want to kind of go over some symbols that I cover that I do think are actionable and uh, that uh, you might want to take a look at. And these are kind of how I'm trading. One of them, of course, is this company, SQM, which is a, the Chilean fertilizer company. I do think this is actionable right now on um, coming up with a cup uh, basis uh, and this is 97 relative strength top three percent of all stocks out there a explosion in terms of the sales there's going to be a real problem in the world with fertilizer and another thing that this produces aside from lithium is fertilizer so pretty boring stuff but uh, but definitely a good company this one is actionable and uh, the cash flow is $2.80 uh, on this one, or about a 22% return. So not bad. This one, this one definitely want to take a look at this one. I'm not in this one currently, but I'm looking to go into this one. Also, I wanted to show you um, a stock that uh, I have done pretty well with in the last few weeks, and that's ACLS. And this one, I do believe, is extended. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it is. No, it's right in the buy zone. Okay. This is also actionable. ACLS. Uh, I think you can buy it here. Top 2% of the stocks out there. So, very nice. 60% of this is owned by funds. This is a company that makes very unique robotic semiconductor manufacturing equipment. And it's a spinoff from a company called Eaton very large company, and it definitely has excellent prospects. A uh, number of funds are piling into this one, and I do think it's really pretty. Definitely, you know, restate the revenues the up. So uh, it's also got a color blue dot, which means that it is a being acquired. So this one is being acquired by large funds. So this is one you definitely want to take a look at. I'm in this one. ACLS, and I'm trying to build even a bigger position. Well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for taking a look today at the show. Please, please, please tell your friends about the show because that helps us get out to many, many more people. So uh, if you already haven't liked this, please hit that like button. So appreciate it. Please hit that like button. It helps us out a lot. And also subscribe if you can. Uh, well, actually, it's very easy. It's free. 
Uh, and you can do that simply by going to www.dallastradingfloor. And uh, please like it and please subscribe. It's free. Um, and also we do have, uh, by the way, if we do have a um, Discord room in the morning, which shows that I show my trades live typically uh, and, uh, and analyze, uh, analyze setups uh, as well. All right, so please do that. And I will be back tomorrow at, um, I'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Thanks, everybody. Uh, happy trading.